Welcome to our very first episode of Point Me to Jesus. The goal of this channel is to encourage your walk with Jesus Christ. Every week, I plan to interview a hero of the faith, someone to me that is challenging me to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. And I'm thrilled that my very first guest is my beloved husband of almost 22 years, Lee Reeves. Welcome, babe. Great to be here. I love you. You're the only guest I can kiss, so thank you for being with us. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for your encouragement with this new ministry and the uh, encouragement that you are to me. But I'm going to start our interview by asking you if you could tell me your um, hero of the faith, somebody in the Bible, the Maybe the first person that pops to your mind that um, is an encouragement to you and, and why he or she is that encouragement. Um, well, many characters in Scripture, I think, speak to me. I think, you know, at this particular time, you know, I think uh, Joseph is the one that, you know, as we were thinking things through, that to me does kind of speak to this time, you know, because Joseph found himself in prison, found himself sold by his brothers, his circumstances, I guess, would be ones that, uh, you know, really challenged him. And as we're now in week nine of, you know, a lockdown from coronavirus, I think it's easy for us to take our minds off, you know, of the right things and to put them on our circumstances. And, you know, Joseph, to me, was someone who never asked why me, never asked why. Uh, every time anything came to Joseph in his life, he focused on finding God's purpose and, and I think what the ultimately figuring out how he was to serve God in all things. And that certainly challenges me, you know, at this particular time, finding uh, work and home life and everything so inextricably blended. It, it's challenging, you know, to work through these things. And so focusing not on what I want or what I desire, but what on God's purpose is in, in all things is certainly something that Joseph does. I love the you know, the statement to his brothers at the end of the story when he says, you know, what you intended for my harm, the Lord intended for my good. And I think that's our perspective, should be our perspective in all things, is not thinking through what, what we're looking for, but more what God's purpose is in things. Of the many things that I admire about you, uh, your disciplined approach to every day is inspirational. Can you tell our viewers um, how you start your day and, and how you can keep that laser focus that Joseph did? Well, I only wish I could keep that laser focus that <laughs> Joseph did, but how I start, um, you know, my day, and I think how I try to give myself at least the opportunity uh, to be focused on the right things is, you know, to have morning devotions, to have morning, uh, you know, time to, to start reading scripture. And so, you know, finding myself waking up and going into reading God's word first, um, you know, we read through the Bible in a year mm -hmm. series, and that's something we've done for 10 plus years. And, you know, I think two things have, have kind of come to me over the years. The first was when we were studying, you know, the full armor of God. And I was convicted by the fact that, you know, I viewed my time with the Lord as something that I was giving him. And so that meant that it would be at a time that was convenient for me. And that usually would be at the end of the day. And, you know, right as I was laying in bed about to go to sleep, you know, I then find time to discipline myself to read scripture. And, you know, the lesson that we heard was, you know, when you're putting on armor, the purpose and really time to do that isn't when the battle's over, right. it's before the battle's been fought. And so that message to me, you know, like a two by four to the head was saying, you know, you're doing this completely backwards. 
fruits. Not only is this not a gift that you're giving to God, this is the Lord's opportunity to equip you for the day. And so moving it to the morning uh, was a big part of, uh, I think, the, the learning that I had early in this. And, you know, the second thing from doing it, I think, is to, to read through the Bible as many times as we've been blessed to do and find that it still speaks fresh and anew yeah. is encouraging. And not just because it's encouraging on your walk, but it's encouraging to know that God's Word is alive and speaks to us on a daily basis. Um, to me, that means that, you know, the Lord is present. The Lord is there. It's just up to us to go seek Him and find Him. And, you know, I think that's another thing that if you spend time in God's Word, you're daily encouraged by the opportunity to feel that fresh and anew. That's fantastic. You know, Caroline, um, being a freshman at Sanford this year, and then Daniel, uh, these are our children. We have Daniel and Caroline, their 19-year-old twins, and then Harrison, our seven-year-old first grader. But one thing that, that Caroline brought back home um, the, this during her college experience, she said one of her biggest challenges was FOMO, the fear of missing out. Now, one thing that I think this coronavirus has done that's been a positive is it's kind of leveled the playing field for everybody, so you're not into that that comparison of one person's and Turks and Caicos and the other person's shopping for turkey at Harris Teeter, you know, you don't have that fear of missing out as much because we're kind of all sheltered in place right now this season. But in a few weeks when that shelter in place order is lifted and everybody's going to go their separate ways, what are some things that maybe you're taking from this time of isolation into that new environment where we're allowed a little bit more freedom? Um, how do you prevent that, that comparison or that fear of missing out, that contentment in where the Lord has you at that particular time? Well, again, I'd love to say I've had it conquered, um, but I think the opportunity, you know, as you indicated, I think that the origin of FOMO, uh, the origin of a lot of our disgruntledness comes from comparisons. And I think it is when your lens is looking at others and looking at what's going on in somebody else's life, you will, you know, find yourself moving towards discontentment. And so, you know, my challenge or my answer to that is to not do such a thing, right? I mean, the only person that's bringing comparisons is you. I mean, you can stop it when you own this, you know, your decision to do it. And, you know, I think that's true for, you know, any opportunity that we have, you know, to, to be in something. And as we just talked about with Joseph, to find that your focus is what is God's purpose for you? What is God's purpose in this circumstance? Keeps you focused on the right things. Yeah. Um, you know, you can think through, you know, the scriptures when Peter was walking with Jesus on the beach, you know, and Peter's question to, to Christ was, hey, I hear you talking about what's going on with me, but hey, what about this guy? Yeah. You know, and Jesus' answer to him, I think, is the same one that he would tell us, which is, you know, what is it to you what my plans are for him? And I think that's true for us today is, you know, what is it to you what God's plans are for anybody else? And, right. you know, it's easier said than done, but at least you know that God's word speaks to you about what you should do. And like everything else, you know, the Christian life can be simple in what it calls you to do, but very challenging in how you can yeah. apply that. So another, you know, not opportunity to say find the knowledge, but to find the discipline to apply yourself to what the Lord calls you to do. So, you know, take your all your eyes off others and put your eyes on Christ and I think you'll find a lot of your ills you know, That's cured. Foam is just one of the many things that will be, you know, solved if you were to put your eyes on Christ. I love you. love you. Thank you for your time. And if you could just leave one challenge for our viewers that they can, another challenge, you've given us so many, but one takeaway just to summarize, because I don't want to take too much of your time, but just uh, that they can take through 
today, the rest of today, and, and into the week that will allow them to keep their eyes glued, not just um, casually, but permanently fixed on their Savior. Well, I, so I think the, um, the one thing, if there is such a thing, uh, that I try to do on a, on a moment-by-moment -moment basis you know, is uh, a quote that was shared to me by your dad. And it was a quote shared to him by Billy Zioli uh, at a revival meeting that he and, and Mom D had gone to not long after he had come back from Vietnam. And Daddy Cleve was in the audience, and I think he'll tell you that he felt like Billy Zioli was speaking to him when he said, you know, to the crowd, he said, you know, there's two fools in this world. There's a fool for Christ, and there's a fool for others. And he said, whose fool are you? And Daddy Cleve said at that moment he knew whose fool he had been his whole life. Um, Daddy Cleve said, you know, I think the, the really not neat thing, is he said so many people had told him he's a good Christian boy that he believed it. And I think that's true for us, too, that if we're serving others and not Christ, we have the tendency to get caught up in what other people are thinking about us, what other people, you know, believe about us. And, and you think more about what your, you know, whitewashed tomb is looking like. Are you clean from the outside when, in reality, you know, Jesus says that, you know, you look at the outside, I look at your hearts. And we're called to be, you know, pure on the inside and to be serving God. And so to daily challenge yourself to question your motives and, and to question why you do what you do and ensure that everything is in alignment with God's purpose for your life, um, that's not one thing, but it's a big that's thing. A and it's something I think that would, would challenge all of us and, and help on a daily basis, kind of as you say, you know, point ourselves to Jesus. Yeah, and I do hope that that's an encouragement to you to finish strong. And I pray that this interview has helped in that. And I hope you know how much you're loved. And I hope you'll continue to join with us as we grow together in God's work. We love you. Thank you, babe.